Memphis. Like, you know, I run it. <laughs> and what's the word with it, y'all? Y'all tuned in to come tap in, man. It's your boy, The Big Homie. You can find me on all platforms at The Big Homie. Big facts. It's your boy, Big Ether. <clears throat> Excuse me. Big Ether. Big Rico. You know what I'm saying? Rico Ether. All of that. Coming with, you know what I'm saying, deep down facts and therapy for y'all ears. You feel me? Right. We got a call in today, man. We got... We got, man, make sure you say my boy's name right. What is this? Trey Lamont? Yep, Travion Lamont. Travion Lamont, man. Let's put some respect on my boy's name, man. He called in with us. He tuned in and tapped in with us. Man, we definitely finna get an open conversation going. Y'all, y'all open y'all ears. Let's get it. All right, so yeah. So um We just feel like it's a it's a couple things that's making a lot of people not act on, you know, us being under tyranny, us having to conform to all of these dumb laws and stuff so and uh one of the first topics that i want to touch on that we're gonna go around the table about is is religion we feel like religion is one of the main things that hold us you know what i mean so i'm gonna give my little spiel key's gonna give his big homie gonna give his and, and trey gonna give his and we're gonna all come in and then so yeah so basically as far as religion it's just uh, i ain't gonna get too deep it's to sum it all up it's just another one of them spells to keep certain people not knowing anything else but what they wanted to know so other than that when people so deep into religion and a lot of religion has been taught and forced so a lot of people grew up not being able to help the fact that they are believers you know what i mean so i feel like it's the influence that they have that's keeping them from you know veering away from religion because it's what was in their family why would i veer away from god but hey, hey, yeah, I was finna say, listen, hey, both of those, both of those questions were great questions, but at the same time, they was different questions, right? Yeah. You said stray away from religion, and bro said stay, uh, uh, stray away from God. That's two different things, bro. That's that's two totally different things. Religion, it, it, in my opinion, is like a cult. Big facts. Yeah. It, 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 to me, it's a cult. You don't, you know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like now I don't feel like it's nothing wrong and with religion, but I feel like it like this, bro. If you took me, you, and and Travion Lamont, and you dropped us off in the woods, right? And you dropped us off at different points, and you said y'all niggas need to make it to water. It's one pond in this wood, bro. Is we all gonna make it to that water the same way? No, we gonna take different paths, but it's still a way to get to that water. Right. You feel me? We can get to that water by different paths, and everybody out here thinking that it's only one path. So we at war about religion, about belief. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not the move. But as using that as a, a reason to be afraid is it, laughable because if yeah. you believe in your religion the way you say you believe in it, right? And you got faith in it the way you believe in it, like you said when we was having a conversation earlier, bro, you should know you're going to heaven. So what does it matter? If you're going to somewhere better, what's stopping you from standing up? Right. If you believe like you say you believe, put let now let's put some real, you know what I'm saying? Let's put some real strength on that faith. Let, let's let's put some action behind that faith. You say you faithful and you believe in it that your God got you, so why you ain't doing nothing? See, I feel like everybody using a faith as okay, you know how people say manifestation, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they use it as expectation. They feel like they can sit their ass around all day and just think of something real hard. Oh, I want money, I want money, I want money, and it's just gonna change. You know what I'm saying? They just gonna get some money. And that's expectation. That's not manifestation. Manifestation takes, you know what I'm saying, for somebody to put some footwork in for you to actually make something happen. That's creation. Yeah. How you feel, Trey? You said for the sake of conversation, let's make this a, a good conversation, buddy. If you saying if you drop all three of us off in the woods, there's only one pond there. We all need water. 
and there's many ways to get there, many ways to get to that water, then is it possible that religion is also a way to get to God? That's what I'm saying, right? And 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 that's what I was saying. Like, even though I said that I feel like religion is a cult, right? I feel like that's what it's being made into. That's just like anything else. You know what I'm saying? We we take something that was originally meant for one thing and we change it into something else. I feel like my personal opinion was religion. It was so many different religions because just like it's so many different of us and we speak so many different languages, it was like a book. Like if they gave us the Bible, we speak English, bro. We can understand that. If you give somebody the Quran and the Quran is written in Arabic and they speak Arabic, that was for they people to understand the story. It was the, I feel like it was all supposed to be the same story, but told to different, you know what I'm saying? Different ethnicities of people in a different way. So they would be able to comprehend it. Definitely, most definitely. Okay, so let me ask this for the sake of the conversation because I already like where this is going. Is it possible that the Quran, the Bible, and the Torah meet that expectation? Yeah, I mean, meet the expectation that you said that they was all supposed to be the same but just for different groups of people. Is it possible that that's what they are? Yeah, yeah, but they've been tampered with by our people. They've been tampered with. They've been tampered with. They they are they were originally made for that. This is like any book. You know what I'm saying? We take we take pages from it, do some extra stuff with it, and now, now it no longer holds the full truth. So, alright. I feel like That's they so used confused. it. I feel like they used it now mainly as a control mechanism. And I feel like once people got a lot of our people got under that control, it's hard for them to break away because it feels so comfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like I feel like religion bred instead of breeding faith, it bred fear. It yeah, bred fear. That's exactly what it did. Well, where does where does religion come from? Mm. See, I it feel just, like it was the religion in itself was was like the passions of teachings. You know what I'm saying? It was like the original passions of teachings. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if I know something as an adult, right? We, we as our people, we know that systematically we've had our fathers taken away. We had our mothers put in control, but they was they wasn't in control. You know what I'm saying? They was controlled by Section Eight and all these other. You know what I'm saying? Little, uh-huh. little help they got, right? So we didn't get the knowledge that was meant for us because that was supposed to be passed down through the men. It says in many in many places that. You know what I'm saying? The women were never made to teach. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that they are not great teachers. Just saying they were never built to teach. The the knowledge was passed down through the men because they did, especially through the boys, you know what I mean? To the boys. Only a man can teach a boy how to be a man. You feel me? And yeah, because men, men build villages. Yes, sir. Women, women create them, but yeah. men build them. It's like women to take the we build a village and then we go out and go hunting. They, they make it a home. When we come back, we got somewhere to come to. But right. with 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 all that being, I feel like we we strayed away from the the teachings. What was supposed to be given given to us as a people was taken away from us. It was stripped from us, so we was lost without knowledge. And that's why we having conversations like this now because everybody has a nationality, everybody has a faith and belief, but us for real. You know what I'm saying? You know what you just made me think about when you say that they uh they tamper with it, right? Mm-hmm. It, all of it is our information, our knowledge, our history, our essence, period. And the reason why I feel like that's one of the strongholds that's keeping us, or keeping a lot of our people from acting, is because the way that they regurgitated our own information back to us. And the way that they did it, it made you feel like that was right and anything else is wrong. You know what I mean? Facts. And a lot of people right, really bro. didn't. 
big for themselves about what they what their elders taught them that for. They don't have to because the the the, the actual job of organized religion, the word religion, the, the etymology of the word religion comes from the word religare. If I'm if I'm saying it right, but it means to bond, bond or that word right, again, right, right, right. right? Better off not divided, nigga. But it means to bond or whatever. So technically, the religion may have started off as ancient teaching, as Big Homie was saying. That was supposed to be passed down through the men in a, in a right to pass it, you know, as you see in other communities. Like when the Jewish dudes turned 16, they had them. Um, damn, what's it called when they turned 16? Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah. There you go. See, that's, that's, the, that's the greatness of having conversations with people that know things. When they have bar mitzvahs and they they preparing they youth for, for manhood and they passing on the teachings of their their uh, lineage and their ancestors, they get that and that's where the 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 line was cut for us. Obviously, all of our teachings come from our mamas because nine you know I don't want to throw a number, but I just pulled a number on my ass. But majority of the people in our community, we come from um, disgruntled you know yeah, female led households. In in a sense. What what the teachings was initially was was obviously something great because if we would have had that knowledge passed down through the men and and we would have been able to stay with you know within our families, there's no telling where we'd be at now. But the job of organized religion now, I mean, I would say that religion is doing its job. It's, it's, it's got us bound like a motherfucker. Yeah, it did I mean, what it was made for and what it was we twisted to do. You know what I'm saying? Think about it like this, bro. How many of us grew up in women-led households and was taught to really hate ourselves? Let's think about it like this. How many times your mama told you don't talk back to the police? If you hey, if you ever get pulled over, you you make sure you don't talk back to them. You keep your hands on the wheel. You did, but hey, they ain't taught like that. They ain't taught to fear. We was taught to fear from from birth. We was taught that hey, just because you your color, hey, when the police talk to you, you it's yes sir, no sir. It, it, when you talk to these, these people, when you go out here, you address them this way. But you never taught to have that same love for your people, for your color. Mm -hmm. You taught to fear your own people. Yeah. Big homie, peep this out. I ain't listen, now, now I'm cutting you off. Fam, I can remember, I, I almost remember, nigga, seventh grade. Seventh grade, my mama told me I got suspended from school. His white boy spit on me. I beat the shit out of him. Mm -hmm. My mama told me, you can't be fighting them white kids in school. Now, she didn't say fight niggas, but she definitely said you cannot be fighting them white people in these people's schools. So what she taught me then was that, although she didn't say it, you know, you learn directly and indirectly. Mm -hmm. She told me, don't fight these white people. Yeah. Which means that if there was ever a way for me to um, display physical um, aggression, if I was gonna be fighting, mm -hmm. basically what she was telling me is Do to fight my own, own people. Do it towards my own fucking people or whatever, because just like you said, it is fear is taught in the home at a, at a very young age. You know, my mama definitely said the same bullshit. Comply, listen to the police, just do what they say, make it home, all that goofy shit. Mm -hmm. For real. When think about it like my this. Mama, oh, go ahead. No, it's all great. My mama's supposed to be a Christian also. So in in a, in the world she live in, she believe in Jesus and she believe in God. So just like Rico was saying earlier, which is which is one of my my statements all the time. If you believe in Jesus and you believe in God for real. Should be worshiping death. We should be waiting to die. Nigga, I can't wait till yeah. I get on the other side. Yes. With Jesus. Yes, think about it like this. Let's just be a book. When you when you reciting a book and telling me that you a Christian, when when God said that we use all the same people and to have no idols, bruh. I, every every Christian church I ever walked in had a white man on the wall with a thorn hat on. What? What you talking about, cuz? 
this don't even make no sense. So when you reading past the scripture that say that he, we, this man got skin the color of copper and, and eyes, the, you know what I'm saying, burning fire, that don't even make no sense when I'm looking at this white man right behind you. You know what I get from it? Confusion. That's what yeah, I get from it. Yeah. You and you wonder what? why we confused. It's like, so they looking at Jesus say, don't worship idols. And yeah. they worshiping him. Right, worshiping an idol right in front of him. They said don't have when he said don't have idols. What was the example of, of what he said they when they disobeyed him? They they built a golden calf and they was worshiping that a golden calf. So what's the difference? What's the difference between that golden calf and the picture of this this man and y'all keep putting them on the cross? Secondly, since this is off topic, but I got a big ass question for everybody who claim to be a Christian. If you are a Christian, why the hell would you get a a, a, a a cross tattooed on you or hang it around your neck or any of that? That's like me going to hang a noose around my neck and saying this is to uh, honor my ancestors. Bro, they nailed this man to the cross. You think tattooing that on you is a semblance right, of respect? Right. You know what I picked from it? They that's tortured a, this man with that shit. And that's what I tell him. I say, do you know that that's a crime scene? That you that you got in your house hanging on your wall or around your neck or tattoo. That's a crime scene. That's, that's where that, they, they might as well at. hang a noose on the wall, cuz. <laughs> that's where they killed the man. They might as well you, hang a noose on the wall. So out of all of the stuff I mean, that you can use to remember Jesus, you gonna use the cross where he died at? But that that's my answer to your question, right? Not a full answer, but just like my 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 vision on it, right? Why people uh, afraid to die or uh, what is the issue? I feel like it's because they was bred in fear from the jump, bro. They was bred to fear. Religion they was bred to fear, fear from yeah. their mamas. They daddies, they looked up and how many times your mama tell you, you're going to be just like your daddy? Or mm -hmm. or you, listen, this nigga ain't even did nothing. He in prison, though. He in prison for whatever the situation was. Your daddy don't love you. That's why he ain't here. You hear me? We built, we bred in hatred and, and fear, bro. And they wonder why we got so much anger, but we don't never put it at nobody but ourselves, bro. We just point it at our own people. Listen, let a, if a white guy say something to me out the way right now on the internet, I'm going to talk bad to Bradley. And when I say pull up and he don't pull up, guess what? I'm going to leave it alone. I'm not going to go pull up on Bradley and slap the skin color off Bradley because I know Bradley's parents going to call the police. But but if Tyrone say the same thing, I'm trying to put, man, where is you at, bro? And where is you at, bro? Crazy. Oh, my mama. And what's crazy is after you pull up on Tyrone, you're going to get back on the internet. You're going to talk bad about Tyrone, his mama, his kids, his baby mama, everybody else. We hate ourselves, bro. Yeah, we do. Oh, we do. But we taught to hate ourselves. But mm -hmm. back on that shit y'all was on, because I'm don't, i I'm not one of the ones that, um, I don't disrespect Christianity no more. I, I, I've been there. I've been down that path or whatever. Like, I'm Jesus, Jesus ain't shit to me, but I don't have, I don't have no time to disrespect Jesus either because. No, no, not I, at all. That's not our intentions. So, no, no, I'm not saying that is. I wouldn't give a fuck if you did anyway. I mean, Jesus ain't done shit for me. But in the sense that, like, now I'm I'm, I'm working on rebranding, fam. So I got this I got this label called Bond, built on no division or whatever. And mm -hmm. when I'm trying to reach people who is Christians or or Muslims or or Jews, you know, or Jews or whatever, Buddhist, whatever belief you have or whatever, see, because I'm a man of many books and I've read a lot of these people's books and everything, too, and I know they ain't read their books. A lot of the time when you want to have conversations with these people about their doctrines and the shit they believe in, mm -hmm. what you will realize is these people don't even know their own shit. Exactly. They they will they will not debate it with you because they don't know it. They they first thing you'll say, oh, I I just believe. It's faith. So they they think it's blind faith and, and just being being quiet about listen, I'm gonna just believe. That that's that's ignorance. 
That's ignorance. And I'm not saying this from a place of shunning, you know what I'm saying, the religion. It, this is from a place of my own questions. I was a Christian for a long time. I used to ride my bike to church, used to be in the choir and so and so on, you feel me? But I just started to have my own questions and nobody, not even the preacher or the pastor in the church could answer my questions. So if I'm going to. Exactly. So I left. I ain't, I'm, I ain't even mean to cut you off. So listen to this. Rico will tell you this. Yes, I just told you about beat the white boy up in seventh grade for spitting on me. But the real reason he spit on me because they was going around. They had a black. I, this, I grew up in that era in the early 2000s when the white kids would come to school with the goth shit and the black fingernails and the black face paint and all that weirdo shit. Mm-hmm. And they was coming to school talking about Jesus isn't real and all this other shit. And me, at the time, being a Christian, a non-practicing Christian, I ain't no shit. My mama didn't know shit, but... In our household, Jesus is law, and law is law is what it is. So, I got suspended four times in seventh grade alone for fighting the gods, for not believing it, for, te- for coming to school and trying to wake my goofy ass up. I was beating up the I was beating up Bradley. You talking about Bradley saying I whooped Bradley ass four different times in seventh grade because the nigga didn't believe in Jesus, and you wasn't gonna break up my Jesus. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> on, on that sense, is you know we taught backwards, just like you said, a motherfucker going around venerating the cross, and, and, and Rico said that's a crime scene. See, so for me, I think it'd be better instead of wearing a chain with a cross on it, you need to have a chain with an Aquafina bottle on one side and on the other side of the chain, you need to have a motherfucking Stella Rose. The nigga turn water into wine. Do some shit like that. Show the magic the nigga did. Because for me, like I said, it's like with me now, I I already went to that. I went through, and this ain't nothing against y'all. I don't give a fuck. Sometimes Rico will tell you, I I bang on Jesus too. it just depends on the, on the hour. It's like I said, you never know the time or the hour when the motherfucker might return. You never know the time or the hour I might be talking about the motherfucker. Well, um, I, I in trying to connect with people and have these conversations because a lot of the time when you do try to have conversations with people who think differently or have a different perspective, especially about things like religion, politics, you know, shit that's that that people adore, mm-hmm. you can't come right in attacking. Like, like for me, I'm a non-voter. I would never come into a black person talking about how bad Joe Biden them is or the Democrats is, knowing that 99% of niggas vote for Democrats. If I was gonna have a conversation with a white people, I would never come in talking about how bad the Republicans is or whatever. I would actually come into the conversation asking them to give me their perspective. Cause I know, that's what I said, and this is what I, this is what I learned being a researcher, is that not, most of these people don't even know their own shit. So when I come into a conversation and I'm talking to somebody who is religious or Christian or whatever, um, what I find out is that it's more important for me to respect and to venerate, if that's the right word, Jesus's message. Cause I, I don't, nigga in the desert, a white dude in the desert with sandals on, Come on now. That's Come what I'm on saying, cuz. We, y'all we, out here we catching, passed that. Yeah, y'all out here catching sunburn in 85 degree weather. You talking about you was in the middle of the You out here catching melanoma anytime the heat index go above 3.0, nigga. The heat index is like 15 right now. Hey, but so then like, you got to have this, this, uh, this something I, I, uh, I had read once, man, and it's just some real shit. It's like sometimes people don't want to hear the truth because they don't want to have their illusions destroyed, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just said that earlier. They don't want to have what they know to be true or what they believe to be true. You know what I'm saying? Like they, nobody wants to feel like they dumb. Nobody wants to feel like I didn't had the wool pulled over my eyes for 27 years to 28 years for 37 years. Like nobody wants to look up and be like, damn, I'm 40 and I'm just knowing this whole time I've been getting played. Nobody wants to do that. Man, my brother, he an extreme leftist. And he, he, he an atheist, but he an extreme leftist and all his other goofy shit. And uh, the, 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 when I try and give him more information, I realize, bro, he's not receptive of it. But 
it's an old saying that say it's easier to fool a man than to convince him he been fooled. And that goes right back to what you was just saying. You don't want to be 40 years old and then have to realize, oh man, I just now learned. Like, you would rather just stick with the shit that you know as what you know and, and move on with your life. Whether that means you moving forward or you stand stagnant, you know, motherfuckers don't want to literally this this what me this what me and Rico do. We sit back and we talk about this shit. Motherfuckers don't want to literally sit down on the shit that they claim they believe in and test it and make sure you really do believe it. So let me get off topic like you did earlier for a second. I, I deal with men. I be trying to coach other young men or men trying to get their shit together or whatever. And um what I realize is sometimes as 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 fellas, y'all y'all there, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sometimes as fellas, we say some shit sometimes too that we don't truly believe in or like, okay, here, I'm going to give you some examples. Fuck it. So like a nigga would be like, oh, bro, I'd never be with a bitch that cheat on me or whatever. And then a bitch going to cheat on you and then you don't leave her, you stay with her. Mm-hmm. Because you told this, you just fucking running your mouth. The shit that you claim you believe in, for real, for real, you don't believe in it. Most of the time a nigga say, oh, if I was in that situation, bro, I would have did this. And then when they get put in that situation, they don't even do that either. Because most of the time, your beliefs or the shit that you claim you believe in, you don't really believe in. It just sounds good to say. And I think me making that point right there goes back to the main topic of this conversation is, is are we afraid to stand up? Are we standing up? Or are we afraid to die? 90... There go another. I just pulled that out my ass. I, I don't got no stats about no. Nah, I was gonna say ninety percent. I don't know. What well, a lot of percent, nigga. More. I'm gonna say most. That means fifty-one percent or more. Majority of the motherfucking people feel like they standing up. Um, I can say that from from having conversations with people. I don't feel like these motherfuckers standing up at all. I can see the tyranny and the bullshit that's going on within within the world. And when you have conversations with people just to get their views or or what they see in the world or what they have going on. 99% of, there go that number. See, I'm just making up bullshit, but majority, 51% or more of these people, they feel like they is standing up. You know, when you ask them, what you gonna do about the shit in the world? They're gonna tell you, well, I'm a vote. That's how they gonna change the world. You know, oh, what changes do you wanna see in the world? The, the real answer to that, when you ask a motherfucker what's wrong with the world and they tell you something, the true answer, after they tell you what's wrong with the world, what you're supposed to ask them is, okay, so what are you doing to change that? And what you will realize is people ain't doing shit. They putting their faith, go back to that blind faith like you said is, oh, I'm, I just, I want money. I just hope money. You ain't doing nothing to get you no money, fam. You you just won't change. You putting your faith in other people and other, and you got the same amount of time allowed it to do what, to, to, to make whatever changes you want in, into your circumstances, into your community, and then to your environment, and then to your world or whatever. You got that same exact amount of time to do whatever, but most people feel like they are standing up. You know, like I'm standing up by voting. I'm standing up by 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 following the news. I'm standing up. I'm standing up by paying attention. You know, I'm standing up by 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 doing whatever it is that everybody else is doing. Standing up in this in the in today's world means conforming to the to the to the to, the, to society norms. Yeah, because that's cause that's that go back to that bread in fear, bro. You you 100 correct about you know what I'm saying people feeling like they standing up because they have no real morals. You don't know what you standing up for. Me and bro had a uh, a whole conversation that would have been great for the podcast before the podcast. You know what I'm saying about like what you said. Why ain't we standing up? And we we came to the. I was like, man, it, it's really about who you asking the question to because if you if you targeting a demographic that we know, like specifically right now, we talking about the people who. 
like you said, bro, they know only to conform. But then they're, we negating that it's people out there just like us. People out there that's looking for other people, you know what I'm saying? They got the same mind because nobody going to want to stand up by themselves, especially people like us who been slaughtered down every time we stood up. You know what I'm saying? The, the question is, how the fuck do we get us to come together without all the animosity? I hate, I'm going to be real. I was watching a movie earlier, right? And I was just, I was vibing with it. And I'm like, dang, man, like, I hate movies where it's majority white people and I barely see niggas in it. But I noticed that I'd be like, dang, they be, they be kicking it. They be vibing and we can't do that, bro, because we get around each other. We want to hit a nigga with a bottle or pull out the Glock. Like, man, we can't chill. We don't know how to get together and, and be secure with ourselves because we've been bred in fear. I can't, a, a lot of, like you said, uh, a rite of passage. I remember you were speaking on a rite of passage earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Bruh, only men can give men the rite of passage. The, 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 the world we live in today, we was raised by women and we was only told that we was men by women. And then you know how many women told us that we was the same, the same women who said, hey, you gonna grow up, hey, my son, you gonna grow up to be a man was the same woman running around the house, not worried about you, but saying men ain't shit because she was talking about the nigga that she was dealing with. So she did not realize that she was building you to realize, oh, I'm gonna grow into a man. Well, men ain't shit. This is what I am. I'm not shit. So you growing up to bleed is right. You never, you never realize that, hey, bro, it starts with us. How do we get ourselves to come together without so much anger? Or even if we got that anger, listen, right? A passage of men is, hey, hey, bro, you been over here rocking with us. We seen that you got them qualities. You are certified. Not, hey, you been over here with with your auntie, your mama, your auntie, I mean, your cousins, and they all girls. And then when you come out the house with some sandals on and the skirt, they, you still a man because they told you you was a man. No, nah, bro, that's not a right. You didn't take the right of passage. You didn't take the right of passage. We don't have that no more. So we so misguided. Like I, me, me and Rico, we had these type of conversations all the time where we talk about uh, how how fucked up our households is, you know, like, fuck it, let me be real transparent, man. I, I mean, I grew up, and as a young kid, so let's do this for the, let's do this for the fucking audience. Let's do this for everybody who's going to catch this podcast today, later on, and then in the future. 3,022, motherfucker. I grew up in a single-parent household in which we was all just raised by my mom. My daddy was in and out of jail in St. Louis. And... More than anything in the world, fam, only thing I wanted as a young kid was just for my family to be together. I didn't care about Nintendo, Sega, motherfucking Dreamcast. I, I, none of that shit mattered, fam. All I wanted was for my family to get to, to be back together, dog, because I needed my pops there. Because for me, and this might not be a situation for everybody, so I'm not going to put my own um, childhood traumas on every single male. But for me, as a young male, I needed my pops there because I had an acceptance issue. I needed to know on my own I was good enough. And because I did not have my pop star and I had to listen to a lot of the rhetoric that come from single mothers about how your, you know, these niggas ain't shit, your daddy wants shit, he ain't here, I got to do all this shit by myself, whoopie, whoopie, whoop. when you When you grow up in that, dog, sometimes you just want to let a, a motherfucker, you just want your pops to be there and say, you're doing all right. That's good enough for me. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I had that there. So as a young cat, I fell victim to conformity like a motherfucker. Like, my acceptance speech came from doing stupid shit and having the other people venerate me for being the one to do the dumb shit because I needed that acceptance. I really needed pops to be as a as a 
32 year old man now, I can I can sit back and say, man, I needed my pops to be there and just tell me, you enough, you good enough, you doing it right, do this. You know, I just needed somebody above her, but I didn't have that. So for the most part in this society that we live in, where we are being raised by women and there is no love being promoted, you know, within our community. I heard you say earlier about how to Bradley and, and Todd, they can sit back and they can drink beers and have a good time and it ain't no bullshit or nothing like that. What I realized is a lot of the times when we engage in like group think or like group activity, man, that fucking ego and that self-hate come out. And the you fucking gotta ego, yes. From my pop or from the world as a young kid, when we get together, I gotta be that nigga. I need my ego fed. And that's why we can't get along because we all living in ego and self-hate or whatever. Like, it's not about us. It's about fucking me. Like, and that's why I need I all y'all. Ooh, exactly. So Thank you. All I heard was how my daddy wants it and how she got to do it all by herself, which she did or whatever, but that's not how you raise a young man at all. Mm-hmm. You know, so much of it is that's not how you raise a young man. And what I've, what I've, what I've realized over time is, is that we definitely need the men in our community to be there and to, to let the young dudes that's, that's taking that right to passage know what is acceptable behavior and what is not acceptable behavior on a on a you know on a journey to being a man? Yes. What is okay and what is not okay on a journey to being a man? We need to have men in our community that I'm not trying to make this long winded or cut nobody off, but we need to have men in our community who have experience and they've been there already. They made the mistakes and we can pass that information down to the youth or whatever. But so often because our relationships are built on fuck shit, they built on sex, they built on one night at the club, they built on you look good, you know, they built on, on low vibrational bullshit or whatever, that whenever it is time to have a fucking family or it's time to sit down and raise these kids, it's only the mom there, you know? And the women, my man, my, I got a sister. I'm married, my brother married. The only one of my mama kids when they married is my fucking daughter. We didn't have no daddy around. We had a mama around. Why the fuck is my sister the only one not married? I'm not trying to bang my sister. This is my best motherfucking friend in the whole world. But if anybody should be married and built on fucking principles, it should be my sister because she actually got to see, quote unquote, a fucking woman, my mama, whether when we was growing up, we didn't know whether my mama was wrong or not because that's just your mama. Mama way, that's just the only way because you don't got no daddy around. So if anybody should be married or on the right path, you would think it would be my mama because I mean, my sister, because she got to see my mama. Us, we didn't get to see my daddy. But so hey. if anybody should be fucked up, it would be me and my brother. I'm not saying my brother not fucked up. I'm not saying I'm not fucked up. But we are married. You got to realize in a sense that, bro, her seeing your mom was your mom's married. Yeah, my mama, my mama been married. Hold on, hold on. Let me get this. My mama been married three times. Okay, then. So my question is, what did your sister see? Just because she had your mom didn't mean that she was taught to be a submissive woman. She 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 was she was in a household with, with a woman who now no disrespect to your moms whatsoever, bro. But you know what I'm saying? A marriage is a sacred bond. It was only supposed to happen one time. It didn't happen three times. This is what she sees. So she see that you no, know, if I she see that my mom gave a lifetime commitment to one man, it didn't it didn't work out. She gave a lifetime commitment to another man, didn't work out. She and her third one. I don't know whether it worked out or not, but it wouldn't matter because she didn't see too many failures and seeing how those turned out. So as a as a woman, she may have grown up like, dang, why would I put myself in that situation? I seen how it turned out. I just seen my right. mama. Give, I seen my mama give it all to a man, and it didn't work out. But 
you know what I'm saying? It's about the quality. It's not about how much time you get with somebody. It's about the quality of that time, not quantity. You can have a lot of time with a motherfucker and a motherfucker be a piece of shit, abusive, and it can ruin you. You would have rather had less of their time and for or for the time that you did have with that person for it to be quality and full of some some uh substance, something that was gonna help you. A lot of us wasn't taught the I, I I'm not gonna say taught. A lot of us weren't educated in the tools that we was gonna need in real life. We were sent to school for eight hours a day, a third of our life at that time. To learn a bunch of frivolous shit that we didn't do nothing with in life for real, bro. We was never taught real fundamentals. We were never given real tools that we would utilize and actually help ourselves because our parents didn't barely have them. Facts. I agree with everything Big Homie said, and you you actually 100 right, fam. My mom is actually at 56 years, 55, about to be 56, is just now truly starting to find herself. Mm. Now. Her finding herself at 55 means something totally different than somebody at 30 years old trying to find themselves like me. She's still a Christian and all the other shit, but she's now starting to see her faults in her previous relationships. The marriage she in now is going to be forever. Now, I can say that. Yeah, she was married to my daddy. I, I, I wasn't born out of wedlock. She was married to my daddy at the time, before I was born. But this marriage is for real. But she had to go through the shit with my daddy, the shit with my stepdaddy, and then the time in between my stepdad and and my her husband now she had to go through that to be able to be at the place she at now so yeah that's why just like you said my sister ain't seen that type of shit and also she wasn't taught this type of shit another thing that my sister wasn't taught and then we can go on break after this let me make this point another thing that my sister wasn't taught is that the greatest decision as a woman that she will ever make is who she chooses to lay down and have kids with that's the greatest decision a woman will ever make because agreed, agreed. at the end of the day is my mama is a hard-working, independent, strong black woman. That's something that she created herself to. If that's what you want to be, cool, be that. But in the workforce that we live in, because I work, technically she working against me. She my competition. She ain't gonna never outwork me, ever. God gave me whatever the fuck we want to classify guy at ass, grandma's PT, whatever the fuck you want to call it is, it gave me the physical abilities to be able to take on physical labor at a higher level than she can. So she never gonna be able to outwork me. So when my sister was growing up, what my mama failed to teach her was to make sure that she picks a man of valor or a man of, 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 of principle that's gonna make sure that her family and the kids that they create are taken care of, you know, in the long run. They don't get, they don't, these women don't get taught that at all, you know? It, it, because we live in a world, like I said, we live in a world where when bitches make mistakes or when females make mistakes or when women make mistakes or when girls make mistakes, the government right there to, to back them up. They right there on their, like, whatever, like, you need some food stamps, you need some child support, you need some TANF, yeah, whatever the fuck you need, we gonna be there for you. But, but in the world we live in, as a man, if you're not producing, after you turn 18, dog, if you're not producing, you die. Like you, you gotta, die, your legacy dies. A lot of these right women there. is motherfucker. They pacify. You got to think about that. Women, women out here still trying to claim to be feminists and fight for rights. How you fighting for rights when you got more rights than the men who started the shit? How you fighting for rights? Y'all got every right in the book. Listen, let's think about it like this. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got every right in the book and all the help in the book. You got all the women. Uh, women only shelters. Uh, battered women. They act like men don't be getting battered and shit. Believe, believe all women. 
Exactly, but let's say it like this, bro. They was built on their independence, and then they don't never realize that this was something you said earlier, bro. When you reach eighteen, if you're not, you know what I'm saying, providing, then you ain't shit. I don't. That's not the truth, but it's what we've been taught. So people don't understand that uh, we wasn't taught by our daddies that, hey, bro. As a man, you mature differently than a woman. Women hit their prime at like 21, maybe 22 to their 30s, maybe I say a good 35. That is a woman's prime from like her 20, 22 to fucking like 35, bro. She she gonna be the baddest she ever be in her best health. After about 35, that's when menopause and all the rest of health and age start hitting them. Men, on the other hand, we don't mature that way. Men don't hit their prime at 21. We, as young bucks, and when we outside and we 21, we feel like this our prime. We outside like, yeah, do something. But we haven't even reached the, the mental level of understanding what's really going on. We still thinking as children at, at 21. At, uh, yeah, we out here hustling and stuff, but we ain't got no real, you know what I'm saying, wisdom, no real knowledge yet that men don't hit their prime until they late 20s, almost 30s. We actually come into our prime whenever they prime in, fam. That's how that works, fam. Yes. And when I said when I said the men die at 18, what I meant was, and I don't mean the men die, what I mean is in a world we live in, if a if a female, a woman, a girl, a bitch, a hoe, whatever you want to call her, if at 18, when she started making life life-changing decisions, i.e. surgeries, babies, anything that can alter your life, health insurance when you with a with a with a with a job, when she started making those decisions, she got somebody behind her back no matter what. That's the government. That's mm -hmm. food stamps, child support, child care, all that bullshit. At 18, if you are a man, if you don't start building, there ain't no handouts for you. Like, let's just say your parents put you out, like you out in the streets now. At 18, if you don't start building, or any age, if you don't start building when you're on your own, then eventually what's gonna happen is you're going to die. You're, you're just gonna die because there's nothing for a man that has nothing. Yeah, if you're not so moving what I mean, forward, if you stagnant, you might as well be dead. Right, and that, that's what I meant by that. So what I'm saying is, when I said a, a woman's greatest decision is a man, that the, the choice in the man she, she, she makes is, what I meant by that is, when you are a man, let's just say you, you okay, you turn 18 and you start building your legacy, right? You, you working for a company or whatever, then you get your own company, who do you whoop. If you die with no family or anything and no will, all of the shit you work for goes to the state. It goes back to the government or whatever. Mm -hmm. So the only way that you preserve all of the shit that you worked for as a man is to pass it on in your lineage to your fucking child, to your son, the next in line or whatever, mm -hmm. king, the next king. That's why okay, so yeah. so for women, so for women, when they choose to lay down and have sex or make baby procreate with with men. You can fuck Ray Ray, Tyrone, or whatever you want to. I ain't, I'm not, not going to stop you from that. I'm not, I don't give a fuck about none of that. But the difference between Ray Ray and Tyrone and the nigga that's, that's doing something is the man that's doing something understands that once he done, he die. And, and if he don't do nothing, he die anyway. The only thing that's keeping the niggas that's not doing nothing in our society alive are dumb bitches that just pass around pussy. Because a man that has nothing or do, a man with no money, unfortunately, is no man in this society. I'm not saying that in general, but in this society we live in, a man with no money is no man because what are you doing with your time? You're, you're not a man. So what I'm saying is, is women, they need to make sure that they are very cautious when they choose who they want to sleep, who they want to procreate with. This your body. You only got till 35, 45 to make babies. At that point, then you done. And if you want to just be a strong, independent, 
woman working on your own forever, well, guess what? You competing against the men. You're never going to outwork us. Just like we can never outthink women. We can never outfeel women. We can never out-emotion women. That's their God-given power. You know, emotions, feelings, thinking. Our God-given power is production, bro. They're never going to be able to outproduce us. So what I'm saying is, is that women have to be, be, be really smart about what they're doing with their sexual reproductive organs. And in a sense is, if you want to just let Tyrone them fuck and make babies out of you, that's cool. But then you're going to be sitting here aiding to the same thing that's killing our community. It's raising more strong, independent women that got to go and work in the workforce. And for the longest, that was okay. We lived through the late 90s, the early 2000s, where strong, independent women was the thing. That was the thing that was in or whatever. But now... When life getting real, inflation is hitting us. You can start to see the price of gas, the price of food, the price of everything. You can clearly see a strong, independent woman ain't going to be able to raise a family by herself. She need a man. But for the last 20 years, you didn't need no man. Remember, you just you could do it all on your own. You don't need no man, all this bullshit. So we have been raised, like you said, we've been raised backwards. We've been raised back. My mom didn't teach my sister to make sure. My sister got two kids, two different baby daddies. She not married. She, I, I, although wherever she is at today, that's on her for her to figure out where she gonna go tomorrow. But I would also say that she definitely made a mistake in the people she procreated with because she's taking care of these kids majority, majority on her own. And if she was with a man who had principles about him or who understood the the situation or the the situ, like I said, the situation or the life we was in, then she would possibly have made better choices about who she procreated with because then she wouldn't be working. Like she works 60 hours a week right now. Straight up, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Come tap in with your boy, the big homie. Also, we in this motherfucker with Ether. You know, Rico. We in this yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, gonna shout your boy out, man. Yeah, so yeah. Appreciate you, Travion Lamont. He's also a comedian. You can find him on... Uh, y'all gonna show my guy all love. Whatever. Travion Lamont. Boy, is funny, man. And uh, but yeah, we, we, we gonna pause this. We gonna come back because this is like a part one. You feel me? So yeah. Go ahead, Travion. Shout him out, man. Man, fuck with your boy, y'all. Y'all come fuck with... What is the CTI? Is that what you said? Yeah. Come, come fuck with CTI or whatever, man. Fuck with your boy, big homie. Appreciate Nine, eat the Rico. Travion Lamont coming through. Look, I, I probably should do this promo at the end of the show, but I'm going to do it right now, and I'm going to do it at the end of the show. Man, you can catch me in St. Louis. I'll be at Helium next Saturday. Come fuck with your boy. If you want to come see me, I got about 12 minutes of funny. You come get there next next Saturday at the Helium. I'll be there.